funny to say good evening. We haven't had a, an evening service in a very long time, so I want to welcome you here to the first service of 2023. We welcome you that are watching online. And for those that are in-house, thank you for coming out tonight. Thank you for understanding the season that we are in. You are here because you understood. And I want to thank the Lord for what he's going to do this evening. And I just, as you could tell in the worship, there was a tremendous oppression. And you know, beloved, we in one way, shape, or form bring that in with us. And, but when we reside in a place in holy grounds, we can actually take authority over everything that disrupts our ability to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We, we don't do it. We fail to do it, not understanding that even though he accuses us, we have the authority in Christ to stand against the word and against his accusations. And sometimes we have to be wise, beloved, to come at this place where we actually take that place and say, God, I'm coming to hear, I'm coming to worship you. I'm going to push through this wall because you are great. Amen? Amen. We need to understand the purpose of prayer, the purpose of rebuke, the purpose of taking authority. I'm understanding that a lot of you are either tired or sick or you've gone through many things, but I need you to push through. Because if you hear what God has for you tonight, you're going to understand what he's doing and how he's propelling us forward in 2023. So welcome. I'm glad you're here. My name is Pastor Mona Stevens. For those who don't know, I, I am here knowing that God has given me a word and I want to share it with you tonight. So I want to open up in prayer. I want to cover us in prayer, and if you're tired, just get up and stand in the back. Do whatever you have to do to fight against the slumber, amen? amen? Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We come and we stand in that place of authority. We understand, Lord, that there's a battle, a spiritual warfare all the time, but God, we stand already in the place of victory. We don't fight for victory. We are standing in victory, and from that place, I'm calling out, Lord, breakthrough. I'm calling out freedom, restoration, God. I'm asking, Lord, that you break the chains off your people. For those that are online tonight, God, I'm asking, Lord, that they would sense your presence. God, that they would choose to believe that you had a plan for them, Lord, for 2023. God, I thank you for what you're going to do this day. I'm asking for grace. I'm asking for the anointing. I'm asking that you would set me free of myself tonight and so that I could just be who you want me to be. God, I want to honor you today. God, Holy Spirit, I need you. Breathe upon me as I bring this message, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, this is a new beginning for all of us this year, and I, I want to thank all of you who came last night just to hear what God had to do. We talked about the first thing is that we took a step back to declare how great God was, and we had testimonies. And then we took a step in the present and shared all of the things that we were about to bring in this new year, which the difference that we're going to be doing in the devotionals in the morning, every morning from Monday to Friday, the pastoral team, which which you might not know who that is, but it's my board. But now they're in the pastoral ministry team because God is raising them up for such a time as this so that they can help me bring this church forward. Now, I'm understanding that we're going to be using now as a point of reference for every devotion in the morning and the Bible study this message on Sunday. 
We're going to pull out the nuggets. We're going to help you to study, help you to retain and to ponder what God has given us every Sunday. I choose to believe that every time I come, God has a word. It could be a scripture. It could be a quote. It could be something in particular. God is speaking all the time. Are you aware of that? God wants you to know his heart. Are you aware of that? Because when, if you're not, then you come and you just, just gloss over or you just go through the motion. Beloved, don't give up grounds. This is holy ground. Just stand there, stand there, sit there and say, God, I'm winning tonight and I'm grabbing a hold of whatever you have for us. So we talked about the changes and that, the devotionals and so on and so forth. We also talked about taking a step further and how God had asked me to prepare leaders to make sure that this church body gets covered. You know, we never know what our days will come. I don't know how many days I have. I, I know that God has already ordered my steps. I am I rest assured I, I am not stressed over those things. But the wisest thing I could do is to help prepare if anything should happen. Is to help prepare to make sure that the life and all that God has given us in the last 25 years doesn't disappear. You see, this is what a good leader does, is that it prepares for the future. And so now I am doing what God is asking me to do. And you are going to see, I've been doing it for actually many years, is preparing the leaders that God has brought me. And tonight we're going to see how, how are we going to do this? How are we going to move forward? How are we going to get connected to God more intimately? I mean, if you ask other people, many people, everybody, there's a lot of people that are asking questions. You know, how can I get a deep relationship with God? Have you ever asked that question? How can I move forward even though that I am struggling today? And I think this is what this message is all about. I want to bring it out in the sense that that our new, this, our new series starts next week called Discovery. But today I want to talk about the challenge that I'm going to send you and the challenge that is called Intent to Grow. I am excited because I know that God wants to touch the lives of his people. I'm excited because I know that God never fails. He never fails to pursue. He never fails to make himself clear to us. The question is, are we willing to respond to what he's going to show us tonight? Because it's always that question. We talked about lordship several times yesterday, and what lordship is is that the ability to say yes and to stay under the rulership of the authority of the word and the Holy Spirit is progressively developing an ability to say yes in every area of your life and no longer saying yes to yourself. That's what discipleship is all about. That's what a disciple is about. And so as we move forward, we know that God wants to do something special. So tonight's message is called Intent to Grow. And attached to it is an invitation to come and join me on a 100-day challenge where we will explore together the attitudes and actions that result in God's, God's involvement with us and how he aligns our lives to God's heart, to his own heart. You see, without intent followed by action, we will not experience greater connection with God. You can come here 24-7, but if you have no intent to bring it into action into your life, to bring it and to uh, apply it in your life, then it's only going to be information. You understand what I'm saying? 
You can get a lot of information, you can have a lot of knowledge, but that knowledge could just puff you up because if it's not bringing change and transformation, you need to ask yourself, how come the truth is not changing you? How come you are not where you're supposed to be? Because a lot of us now should be teachers by now. A lot of us should be actually pouring into other people's lives. We shouldn't be arguing over the smallest things, the basic fundamentals of who, what Christianity is about. You know, we're, we're, we're still at sometimes the basic, uh, the, the beginnings of our faith after we've been walking with God for 40 years. It should not be that. And so I believe as we go forward, God wants to bring this message. He wants to show you what intent means. The definition of intent, you, you can use intent, uh, uh, intend, intentional, intention. They all fall into the same thing. But the word intent is a little bit more severe. It's actually, it means to resolve. It's a firm resolve to do it. It's a firm resolve. Now, Paul gives us a, an understanding of that. What does that attitude look like when you intend to go forward no matter what? He says in Philippians 3.14, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You see, he's called you and I heavenward. We are only here for a season, beloved. We're sojourners. We should not be attached to the things of the world, but beloved, many of us are so worldly in thought and in perspective, we actually miss the intent and the action because we are somewhere else in our thoughts and in our actions. Let me give you an example what intent followed by action means, why we need to intend to grow this year. All of you know my son Daniel, and for those who didn't know, he was currently, he has currently returned to university to the bridge program that will take him from an LPN to an RN. For several months now, I saw him do his research, plan, prepare to enter that season of study. He was intentional in all that he did as he got ready to start schooling. Daniel was sincere when he said he wanted to go back to school and his actions demonstrated it. But when the outcome really matters, Daniel understood that being sincere wasn't enough. He loves, he loves taking care of people and loved the idea of becoming a nurse, but without knowledge and expertise, he likely wouldn't become a nurse. If he didn't actively pursue his studies and remained faithful to get up and go to school in Bathurst, by the way, and get online and do his work, he would never have a proper outcome. He understood that being enthusiastic about becoming a nurse isn't enough. It was going to take action on his part. He needed to respond to his teachers, to his homework, to all of these things. See, Daniel's desire to care and love people fueled his intent to grow and to be all that he needs to be as a nurse. The intent was expressed with action, as I said. He's doing whatever it takes to become the best nurse he can be. And at the end of, I believe, two years, while taking the steps necessary to achieve what he's doing, he will have to take action. That means sacrifice, put a lot of energy, time, long hours in study to achieve the outcome that he wants, and that is to become a nurse. So a lot of us, we're, we plan 
and we write out a whole plan of what we're going to be doing, but if we don't have an intent, a resolve to do it, then all of those plans will go out the window. You see, we all want a better life outcome. We want better jobs, improved relationships, healthier bodies. We want greater emotional and spiritual health and so on. But just like most good things in life, these outcomes have long lead times. That means Danny knows that just because he just finished one semester doesn't mean he's ready to go on the floor to be an RN. Are you getting what I'm saying? He knows that it's going to take time. It's going to, it's nothing's instant in the process of growth. He knows that if, even though he, he continues to do what he knows to do, he needs to continue to take the step forward. You see, good things take cultivation. Good things take intention. So many of us want more from our relationship with God. And so many of us in 2021, we had resolutions, we had promises, and we kept on saying this, and we kept on saying that. But you see, our intent didn't fuel those preparations. It was something else that fueled it. Maybe desperation, maybe something else. But we, want, we wanted God to actively work in our lives in 2022. A, a lot of us wanted it, but many of us never attained it. But to achieve an outcome of a greater connection with God, we have to take the series of steps towards creating a deeper connection with Him. It requires more than casually attending a few worship services or volunteering for occasional service projects. You see, Pastor Alan Jackson says this, we must engage in certain intentional responses and cultivate God-oriented attitude in order to experience the relationship God wants, us, wants for us. Here's the good news. You can develop a real and vibrant connection with God. The change begins with the right intent expressed in action. So what is that intent? Remember, intent means a firm resolution. It's your resolved. And the intent that we're looking for is we're resolved to seek God. Matthew 6.33 says this, Seek the kingdom of God above all else. I think this is probably where we went wrong because we would seek the kingdom a few days, a few weeks, and all of a sudden, whoops, we're seeking something else. But he says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. See, Jesus left no doubt. If we desire to know God, if we express that desire by seeking him above all else, you will find him. I know this to be true. You will find that full life that you desire. So how do we seek? Well, we need a plan. We need a plan. We need some encouragement. We need a little accountability. And we also need a good reason. I don't know about you, but I want to be free. I want to experience God with his power and authority this year like I've never experienced him before. I know that this has nothing to do with a to-do list, but a way of what I'm about to share with you, this 100-day challenge, this faith challenge, is a way of developing the right actions to accomplish a pattern of growth. See, knowing things doesn't mean you're mature. Knowing things doesn't mean that you're growing. What you do with it, the evidence of a changed life, is the evidence of growth. As I grew up in my journey of faith, I quickly realized other believers, that there were many in before me, I had some who grew, 
I had some that, that changed right before me and they became mature and God used them greatly. And then I saw those that were there as well and they actually just coasted. And I always wanted to know, well, why would one coast and the other one grow? And as I started recognizing these practices and the people who were greatly used by God, I started seeing the difference. When I would ask people about their devotional life and those that were greatly used by God, they would speak of these practices like it was second nature. They would speak of their intimate relationship with God and their, their desire to have the Holy Spirit and to read the word and to pray. They would actually share this like it was part of their life. And then you had those who just coasted and went through the motion. And when you spoke to them, it wasn't really about a lot of different things. It was just about what they were going through, their story. And I realized that there was a choice that I had to make. And I know that when I started aligning myself with the same practices of those that were greatly used by God, I started experiencing a greater connection with God. See, when I started practicing intentional faith, growth in reading my word, praying, learning how to walk with the Holy Spirit, I started to experience change in my own life in ways that no matter how much I went and heard messages, I started realizing the connection that God wanted me to actually get the basics down well. Just recently, I finished a book that challenged me to evaluate my intent to grow in 2023. But it didn't stop there. It evaluated, helped me evaluate my prayer life and how I was going to approach my, my study of the word and how I was going to you know, realign myself and steward my time. It also evaluated how I was going to honor God in my home and the intent to teach the next generation. It evaluated in my, in my life how generous I was with my time and my energies and, and my monies and my scheduling. I started looking through this book, through that lens, and realizing that God was challenging me to go before him with all of this evaluation. You see, I want to finish off well. I want to intend to finish well. It has been my heart's desire for many years. And that intent, that intent, that resolve that I have keeps me going forward no matter what I go through. And then I realized as I was finishing the book that it was exactly the answer that I was waiting for God because I had been praying, God, how do you want me to set the pace for the church in 2023? And as I finished this book, he shares this, this challenge, this 100-day challenge. And I went, you know, this is what I'm going to do with the people. I know that I'm going to bring you just a part of that tonight, but I'm going to challenge you for 100 days to, to learn to develop these practices. And you're going to hear the practices, and you're going to say, well, those are obvious. But are they really? Because, you know, they've been around for generations, but so many of us, we don't practice those. We don't intend to grow, so then we don't practice reading the word and praying. It goes to the wayside. When things get tough, guess who gets pulled out? God does. And then we wonder why we can't feel him or we can't sense him. We wonder why we can't worship him when we come on Sundays. We wonder why we're struggling with just the basic loving your wife. See, I learned that these basic uh, foundations, uh, these practices, is, is actually, it would bring us to a season of growth and training to connect with God. You see, I know that I want to intend to grow. 
I want to grow in continuing to pursue the God things in my life. It will take an intention to read the word every day. These are the practices, is to continue to grow, it to read the word, to pray for all things, and to learn to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. You see, I need to be resolved in those things. You can't do it for me. I mean, if I want to stay fit and if I want longevity in ministry, why do you think I go to the gym all the time? Yes, I am, you know, getting old. But I'm feeling great. But I could tell you to go to the gym and pay you to go to the gym, but that wouldn't benefit me, would it? You know, me telling you what to do is just not enough for you to grow. You have to resolve to intend to grow this year in 2023. See, God, this quote I heard here says, God designed, designed as, okay, God's designed as not change from, a very, from the very beginning and neither have the practices for connecting with him. See, these says our old practices. He longs to connect with us through simple means. If you've been a follower of Christ for more than 10 minutes, you probably know how important it is to read your word. But why is it so difficult to do so? You probably know how important it is to pray and to bring him into every situation. Why is it that he's not even a thought? You probably know that it's important that we walk, that we learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit and co cooperate with him because that is, that's what, that why we forfeit so many of our blessings in the covenant is, is that God gives us the Holy Spirit to accompany us until we get to heaven. See, even so, too many people of faith treat God as an item on a to-do list, another responsibility to be checked off, uh, before pursuing what they all want. The choice before us is are not determined by our past experience. This is what you need to understand because you can be sitting here tonight and hearing me and you're going, oh, I feel so condemned. That's not the purpose. Condemnation is not, is not coming from God. You could be convicted though, and that's a good thing because sometimes we need to be brought to that place of conviction so that we can change our attitude and our choices and change our perspective and why we need to choose to determine to, to, to build these practices. And I lost my place. As I said, he longs to connect with us. But I know that all of this, we need to learn how to practice, how to develop these practices. The choice, as I said, is before us. And it's not determined by our past experiences, and this is where I stopped a while ago. The real issue right here for you and me today is rooted in this moment. Will you take the invitation that God is sending you? Listen, it's all about response. You make it about the to-do list. God is asking you to respond to him. God is actively looking for people who will seek him. He will respond to sincere efforts. This is not a quick fix, beloved. Most of us, we go into that thinking, oh, good, you know, I'll do this for a few weeks and then I'll get set free. I am sorry, but that's not how it is. Really, truly, it's about relationship. Would I be saying this with my husband? Hey, listen, let's just catch up for two, three weeks and let's, let's make it okay for the rest of our life. No, relationships don't work that way. I have to persistently, intentionally walk with my husband, and it's the same thing with my, with, my, with my heavenly husband. I have to do the same. Nothing is instant in growing. Ask Dan that question. Like I said, just because he's finished this semester doesn't mean he's ready to be an RN. 
It takes time and commitment. God is presenting us with an invitation. The question is, will we choose to respond to the Holy Spirit tonight? I know that a lot of us are enthusiastically looking at 2023 and say, God, I want more. But will you put action to that thought? We see Jesus sending invitation to his disciples. They have a choice to respond or not. You see it all throughout the Gospels. But when they responded, their faith was dramatically altered. Have you noticed that? Immediately things started changing in their lives, the things that they saw. They experienced something that brought a new hope and a demonstration of God's presence and power in their lives. What I have learned is God doesn't need my success, nor does he need my title or my hard experience of life. What he's asking me is very simple. Follow me. We complicated it, beloved. I know that to be true. Because of our lack of trust, we don't follow. We don't follow, and because of it, we have a poor spiritual foundation. We need to build a stronger foundation. Without it, we will not be able to stand against the waves of darkness that is coming. They are, it is coming, beloved. We need to go back to the basics, make every effort, as Second Peter says, to grow in our faith, to read our Bible, to pray, and to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. It is no longer time to look, look the part, to say the right things, and to wear the, the right things. It's really, that is all brings us to no substance Christianity. What we need to do is we need to understand that no substance Christianity won't bring you through tough times. If you wanted to know why you always slip and why you always go, maybe there are some areas that you're not being real with in your life. Maybe you're understanding that as soon as things get tough, God gets squeezed out. Maybe these basic principles are not something yet you do well. But I'm here to tell you, if you take the challenge and you go and you do it every day, these basic teachings, uh, practices will help you to get that connection you long for. Do you long to understand God better? Do you long to be free and to be unhindered when the Holy Spirit calls you to go left and to go right? Do you long to hear and recognize his voice to give you the strength and the grace to get through all of the difficult times that you have been embraced and things that you have been experiencing, I should say? We know that the challenge will be hard and it will be bumpy. But the fact is, I believe that God has said this before us because he wants to do something amazing in all of us but it will take resolve. <coughs> That's why I'm sending the challenge. We are going to practice these basic actions to get us back to this vibrant, powerful Christianity that I believe that's why Christ died for. The outcome won't come without intention and effort. The quote here that I have is, desire alone isn't enough in life. You know, we can desire better marriage, but desire alone doesn't do it, does it? We can desire better kids that act better or, you know, whatever, but just desiring it doesn't change that outcome. The same holds true to our spiritual life. There is no quick fix. 
no miracle pill to bring us into perfect alignment of God's heart. It will take commitment to walk with God one step at a time. It will require a response from us at every moment. In this 100-day challenge, you will have to engage in the thoughts and behaviors that lead to spiritual growth. You have to commit to these things no matter the season, whether bad or good. You understand, beloved, if anything that happened with COVID, it made us understand how fickle and easily moved we were. But have we learned? You know, 2020 was an amazing year for me. God helped me to release certain things that I was holding on to that I should have never held on to. And really, if you traced it back, it was because of belief issue. And so I went quickly back to God, realizing that I wanted God to change the way that I was approaching this, to change my perspective. My perspective and attitude and choices do not change unless I'm convinced of a truth. This is where conviction is so important. But if we never read the word, if we never pray, we never take the time to let God speak to us, then how are we ever going to build these things? How are we ever going to get connected and hear God's truth? See, these basic actions, they may be obvious, but it doesn't mean we practice them. See, if we intend to grow, we need to intend to read the word, to pray, and to welcome the Holy Spirit in the journey as well. And that's what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to finish off with tonight. Are you guys good? I have another 15, 20 minutes. I'm just joking. Uh, I don't know how many minutes I have. But... I want to go through the one after the other, and I'm going to give you a handout, and this handout talks about everything that I'm just going to share in the last uh, few minutes, and that handout's going to give you some questions. I, I'm going to send you a challenge to read those questions. Prove me wrong. Read those questions to find out where you are in your intention to grow, where you are in reading your word and praying and welcoming and cooperating with the Holy Spirit. You see, our mandate, our measurement is really how much are we letting the Holy Spirit do what he needs to do. You see, many of us, we don't follow through because we don't trust. And this is what I want to tell you about. I want you to understand what intent to grow means. It means to pursue daily spiritual growth. God brings change using the least likely people. And if we are committed to growth, God will show up. I know this because that's what he says. You draw near to me, I will draw near to you. Spiritual growth doesn't happen by accident. In order to grow, you have to intend to grow. That means it's a resolve. God, I'm not waiting for so-and-so to catch up to me. I'm doing it myself. I'm resolving every day I'm going to protect my time. I don't care it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You protect your time. As a matter of fact, if you don't intend to grow, you will never engage in daily prayer or daily reading your word. You see, we wonder why we don't read our word and pray. It's because somewhere you intend, your intentions is somewhere else, but not in the spiritual things. If you want a true connection, you have to actually understand there has to be a resolve somewhere. See, Paul gives us the example of what an attitude of intent looks like. And I said part of it a while ago in Philippians 3, 13, 14. He says, brothers and sisters, he's speaking to us. I do not consider myself yet, uh, uh, yet to have taken hold of it. So even Paul, the apostle, apostle, he sees himself not yet reaching it yet. He says, but one thing I do, I'm forgetting what is behind. Can we forget 2022, beloved? Can we forget it? 
And can we say, God, whatever I need to learn the lesson, you bring that, but I'm going to forget about the regret. I'm going to forget about the failure. I'm going to forget about the shame. I'm going to forget about the bitterness. I'm going to forget about all of that. I'm going to stand this place at this point. He says, forgetting what is behind, straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. See, Paul continued to pursue God with intention and dedication for the rest of his life. He intended to continue growing no matter what he had already achieved, no matter what he was experiencing. We know he experienced a lot of bad stuff. And the result was this. He was fruitful. It was an ongoing eternal ministry that still impacts us today. In 10, and this brings to the second practice that you're going to do in that challenge, intend to read the Bible. It says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Maybe that's the reason we don't read it. You see, the Bible, when we read the Bible, the Bible reads us. And exposes these things. But you know, beloved, if God wants to expose them, it's because he wants to take away the hindrances that are keeping you from cooperating with the Holy Spirit. Who was sent to set us free? The Holy Spirit. Who is going to direct us to all truth? So, beloved, you got to get yourself out of the way and say, God, teach me how to do this. See, committing ourselves to read the word of God plays both a spiritual and tangible rewards. God has a remarkable track record of responding to those who seek him through scriptures. I can give you story after story when I do not know where to go and nothing looks clear. When I spend time seeking him and going through the scriptures, he never fails to make himself known to me through the word. You see, there is a Proverbs that I want to bring and I want to hmm, preach on this one tonight, but I won't. But it says that we have our plans, but God... God weighs the matter. What do you think he weighs the matter against? The word. You see, we think he weighs it according to what we feel. No, beloved. He weighs it against the word. That standard never changed. That's why it's a sure foundation. But if we don't know what the word means, how are we ever going to know when God is going like this and he's pointing and he's nudging? We won't. We'll miss it. We'll miss it. As you enter your 100-day journey of faith, commit to reading the New Testament with your brothers and sisters. We just gave you a new reading plan. Be accountable to someone. Grab a hold of someone and say, hey, listen, can you walk with me these 100 days? You do that because that's why we're family. We don't have to do this alone. Join the small group on Thursday while we pick out and take the nuggets of this message. We ask you to write in your journal the insights that God is showing you so that you can go back and see how much he's speaking to you. Uh, Jesus meets you right where you are, and you need to lean on his promises in the days to come. See, the next action we, may, we must take is the intent to pray. That's another practice. Colossians 4.2 says this, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. You see, we don't have to go far to find out that these practices were always before us. Prayer can become an expression of awareness that God is alive and at work in the world around us. 
It's a conduit for messaging and receiving messages from God, a way to connect with him and to receive all matter of information from our creator. Uh, I, I, I know that there are times things get muddled, doesn't it? You know, we get caught up in the fray of our life, and we, we, we get so buzzed out. Beloved, can I, can I just use that word tonight? We get so buzzed out that we can't even distinguish his voice. But God yearns for us, and sometimes we just complicate it. We have to. We want to experience the way of prayer and how it's not hard. We just have to learn. You have to let God do what he needs, what he needs to do. He's going to teach you how to pray. God has taught me how to pray very simple prayers. And I know this kind of connection and communion for me, it, wasn't, it didn't happen overnight. It, 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 was a, it took daily commitment. You see, I have a motto when it comes to prayer, keep it simple. I can pray some long, ex, exquisite prayers. But God loves it when I'm simple and just telling him what's going on just sharing my heart. See, when I get up in the morning, I say hello to the Holy Spirit, and I ask Jesus to help me honor him during the day. It's while I get out of my bed, that's the first thing I do. When I pull up at the stores, I pray, God, please let me see. Because you see, where I, I, I don't know about you, but when you go to the store, you know, you're going to get some milk. You know? <laughs> and nothing else is there. But I ask God, let me see. Let me see the need. Give me divine appointments. I, I, I always talk to him about something or another. See, these simple prayer could be our prayers too. God, when I'm suffering with something or when I'm faced with somebody who's just hurt me, I usually ask God, God, please keep me in a pattern of forgiveness. Holy Spirit, you can't break covenant with me. Give me the strength I need. Prayers like these have transformed my life. And I want to encourage this church community to move beyond these walls, beyond the prayer night, and to bring these prayers in your everyday life. Start bringing them in. The result of this kind of prayer, you know what it does? Is that it's gotten me comfortable in talking to God. It's gotten me comfortable in talking to him. This brings me to the last one. Are you guys ready? The last practice is you have to intend to welcome the Holy Spirit in your daily life. This is about cooperation. You see, many of us don't understand who we are in Christ because we fail to understand how to follow. John 16, 7 says, but verily, truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send you to him. I will send him to you. Jesus made this statement to make sure we knew we would not be alone. But yet we spend our day not even connecting with the Holy Spirit. He resides in us. He walks with us. He directs our path. He is our guide. The presence of the Holy Spirit, it is for our good. We should accept the Holy Spirit without hesitation. We should learn to walk with him. He said he would provide help so we would have, and you know, so we can learn how to be intentional in cooperating with him every day. So why is this important? The Holy Spirit, according to John 16, 13, says that he called, he called the Holy Spirit our guide for our journey. The Spirit will guide us to all truth. And what does truth do in our life? It what? sets us free. He takes truth and transforms us if we're willing and obedient to yield and to take the truth. 
I know that the Holy Spirit gently guides and directs our lives towards outcomes we don't even know are possible. You see, I know he will speak to me. Do you know that God wants to speak to you every day? Do you know that he wants to take away the fray and the distractions long enough for you to hear his heart? For me, every day I pray, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge my need of you. I invite you into my day. Help me to let go of control. Should I say it again? Okay, because it's like really quiet here. Because that's the issue here before Beloved, the reason why we haven't strengthened our foundation is because the Holy Spirit has no place to move. And so I go after my pride and my arrogance and my control issues right off the bat. And I have to tell you, God has taught me to humble myself over and over again. He gives me wisdom in times of difficulty. I am consistently amazed at the outcomes as a result of God's involvement in my life. This is the catch, though, beloved. See, God has entrusted us with a free will. Mm. I sometimes thought, you know, God, can you just curve it a little bit? Because, you know, my will can really have its way. Am I the only one? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one, Diana. I'm really, really glad. We can choose to listen and obey, or we can reject the counsel of God. That's it before us. We can choose to listen and obey, or we can reject his counsel. The Holy Spirit will never force compliance. He provides guidance. He's not a dictator. We don't have to be afraid of him. But unfortunately, that is one of the reasons why so many of us are unable to press forward and finish well. Whatever your spiritual journey has been up to this point, now is the time to establish yourself in a new place, in, in a powerful alignment with God. I'm inviting you to go on to this journey of the unfolding of embracing these practices. And as you learn to dis discover God's power and presence in the days to come, you will understand how it is to connect and to get that deeper relationship with God because I believe we've all yearned for it and longed for it. It's a season of focus, spiritual training that we're going into for the next 100, ye 100 years. <laughs> I will not be here, so good luck on you. Uh, 100 days. It's a season of spiritual training and action to grow in the Lord and to set a new standard for your life. Why 100 years? As I said yesterday, statistically, it helps us achieve a greater goal, but also it helps us with the procrastination that we have. We have issues with, with procrastination, don't we? Huh? What we could do today, we say we'll do it tomorrow, and tomorrow never comes. And that's what procrastination does. It leaves you really in a place. Not good. So after 100 days, if you calculate it, that will lead us to April 11th. Say it with me. April 11th. You can be one of those that will look back at this very moment, this night, this time, and think that that was the moment where everything begun to change for you. See, I'm going to ask the worship to come up. See, I believe tonight I'm going to ask all those who want to take this challenge to get up from their seat tonight. Just stay at your seat. But if you want to take the challenge and practice these 
to develop these practices. Like, like I said, they're obvious. We should be doing them and be so good at them now. But many of us have not practiced these things. And because of it, our connection gets disconnected often. So all those who want to take this challenge with me, I need you to get up by faith right now and pray this prayer out loud. There's no shame for you guys to sit still. Uh, for me, I, I, I'm going with or without you. I, I, I intend to develop many other things that God has evaluated in my life. These practices, I know how to do them well, but they have kept me, beloved. That's why I could be before you tonight, humbly realizing who has sustained me. It has been him and him alone. But my intent was always to develop a deeper connection that takes a response from me.